Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the 808 Podcast, podcast where we take business owners, CEOs, whoever else I feel like. It is four questions in eight minutes and eight seconds because 808 looks like Bob and here we go. Question number one, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what do you do? Thanks so much for having me. I'm Crystal Hicks and I am the founder and career strategist behind Job Talk, which is a one-on-one career counseling practice. Um, all my clients are kind of scattered across the country and thanks to COVID, everything's remote. So basically job therapist in-house. Here we job go. Job therapist in-house. Love it there. Question number two, Crystal, what advice do you want to share? Go. I thought some advice that would be really helpful is um, kind of helping people navigate this market. It is super saturated right now. There's a lot of really good talent on the market at no fault of their own. So it's a very empathetic hiring market. Um, recruiters get it right. A lot of recruiters have been laid off themselves, but I think a few things that really make a difference, um, and jobs have been my job for about 12 years now. And I come from corporate recruiting and the things that really helped people stand out to me when there was a lot of good talent, either coming in for a job or whatever, um, you got to find ways of standing out from the volume. Right. And I think a lot of people think, oh, it's so competitive right now. I have to be the best. I have to have the most education. I have to have the most experience. That's not the case. The person who's the best possible fit rarely gets the job. It's usually just a great candidate that knows how to stand out from all the other great candidates. So a couple of ways you can do that, um, really leveraging LinkedIn in your job search, meaning know how to find the recruiter or the head of talent acquisition when you're applying for a job and follow up. 98% of people do not follow up. That is your first mistake. So if you think about it, if you're applying and there's 30 other people in that job that, you know, applicant tracking system that can do what you do, how do you get that phone screen over those people? If 98% of them are not following up, that's your first ticket, right? When you follow up, use LinkedIn to send the connection request to the recruiter and craft that message up. And that way, if I'm the recruiter and you're following up with me again, not only are you one of very few people that are doing it, so you already caught my attention, you're demonstrating the attributes in the person I would actually want to hire. You're being proactive. You're taking the initiative, but now I don't even have to respond to your message right away. I don't even have to accept your connection request in one click. I am looking at your profile. So mm-hmm. when I'm spending that eyeball time looking at your profile, I'm not worried about who else is in the applicant tracking system, right? Some of those people might have better experience than you, but I'm not looking at them right now. So my second piece of advice is make sure that your LinkedIn profile has a enough information on there that I'm getting a true sense of what you can bring to the table. So some things that people tend to slip up on, they don't fill out their about section. Tell me your story, right? Speak in first person, say, I warm it up. Tell me why I should be hiring you essentially. The second thing people can do to stand out in a saturated job market is remember the value of your recommendations. This is also a piece of LinkedIn. So you're going to, LinkedIn is a theme. It is absolutely the competitive advantage if you know how to use it. Recommendations on LinkedIn are huge. Think of people who are your former bosses, but also former colleagues, vendors that you've used, people that can attest to how great you are to work with. But the reason why these are so important is because too many people rely on their reference list. Where do references come in in the process? all the way at the end. Right. Right. At that point, you've had to shoulder the burden of this entire job search, your whole, like everything you've done, right. You finally get to the end of this process. And that's the first time that that company is going to talk to somebody else about you and hear these great things. You're always going to tell me that you're awesome. I need other people to tell me that you're awesome. Right. Right. So you have these recommendations on your LinkedIn profile. Now, even if you only have one on the top of your resume, I want you to put a link 
for your LinkedIn profile, but I want you to put the line for immediate recommendations, please see, and then your LinkedIn URL. So now your resume is driving that traffic back to your LinkedIn profile. Oh, I like that. Oh yeah. And trust me, as a recruiter, I loved when I could go to someone's profile, see these great things that other people are saying about them. That will literally lead to me calling you first over other people that also applied who have similar experience, right? Because at the end of the day, it's about who's getting that first phone screen, who's getting that second phone screen. I might Mm -hmm. not be phone screening all 30 people that are equally qualified. Right. So, So those recommendations are money. Yeah. Congratulations, Crystal. I've done about 1,200, 1,400 podcast episodes. You're the first person to give me a reason why link recommendations are important. Oh, love it. Oh my God. Can't stress them enough. I could tell you horror stories about references that I'm talking to someone's mother, be, you know, (laughs) someone lied, but LinkedIn, you can't do that because I can click on the person's profile and validate that they are who they say they are. So recruiters love LinkedIn recommendations. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, let's get to question number three. Yeah. What other top CEOs, business owners, or influencers that you know are successful, just like you, that you would like to give a shout out to? I want to give a shout out to Lindsay Pollock, who I absolutely love. She's my Women Crush Wednesday every day. Um, her new book, Recalculating, is phenomenal. Her previous book, The Remix, was amazing. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Katie Marshall, who is a dear friend of mine who just opened Studio One Cycling. I don't know about mm-hmm. you, but during this pandemic, I needed something to keep my brain straight. So at home, virtual cycling classes, this girl is like incredible, saved me, saved me. Oh, so she's doing them online then? Yes. So if nice. you have a bike at home, she's got you and they're, they're awesome. live. Oh my God. It's amazing. <laughs> that is great. They're awesome for that. They're now number four, the final fun question, question, Crystal, tell me about your first sale. The first sale that comes to mind is when I launched job talk two years ago, um, obviously being self-employed is always an adventure. And the first corporate partnership that I did, right. Was planet fitness. Their world headquarters is here in New Hampshire. And they had over a hundred franchisees in town and they needed someone to come in and present to them on how to find the talent you want, not just the talent you get. Mm -hmm. And so that was such a phenomenal speaking engagement that I booked. That was so fun. And I ended up doing a ton of travel after and going out to different franchise locations, like in LA and doing the same presentation. And it was just fantastic. So well, that is awesome. Love that story there. So you now have one minute and 43 seconds left. So we can do some promo time. You can ask me a question. You can talk about the painting behind you, whatever you want. I am flexible. Oh my gosh. I love this painting. This is one of my favorite paintings. It's called this city by Ruben Ireland, big fan. Um, but yeah, no, I think, um, I guess I would just say, you know, this is such a crazy market right now for job hunters. And I think so many people are dealing with a transition that they've never experienced before. And right. I think if you weren't in transition before 2020, you are now. Um, mm-hmm. And I always just tell people that, you know, job talk is a resource that I created because there were not enough af- affordable and accessible and inclusive resources. So if people want help or want information, I have so much info on my blog and I do free monthly community webinars once mm-hmm. a month. And the next one's going to be a LinkedIn uh, one-on-one for job hunters. So we've been talking so much about LinkedIn. So if that's kind of a mystery for other people, come join me for an event. Well, today we're, we're live on the 16th of March. So when is that? Um, I haven't actually scheduled yet. It's probably going to be the end of March. It's usually the okay. last Thursday of the month. That's usually well, people can go to your website and see where it is from there. Yep. You know, cause obviously, you know, we are live right now on March 16th. Yep. It's, it's the, usually the last Thursday of the month. You can find it on my events page. 
Perfect. There we go. You pulled it off. Hey. Four questions in eight minutes and eight seconds. Crystal, why is it eight minutes and eight seconds? Because it looks like Bob. Exactly. There. Love it there. Hey, your website. Say it real quick. JobTalkLLC.com. It's in the description. It's magic. Crystal, Ooh. thank you so much for being on. Tip of the hat to you. Thank you so much, Bob. You're welcome. For everyone who's watching or listening, I am legally required to tell you to like, share, comment, thumbs up, ring the bell, whatever the heck the social media network tells you to do. And you all have a wonderful day. Now, talk to you later. Bye.